This episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class is brought to you by Get Your Guide. No matter where you are going on your next travels, Get Your Guide offers great ways to connect with your destination and make memories with locally vetted, expertly curated experiences. Things just as examples. You could go whitewater rafting in the Grand Canyon. You could take a tour of Pike Place Market in Seattle with a chef. There's a London Royal Parks and Palaces tour. All kinds of options wherever you are going. So discover and book your next unforgettable travel experience at getyourguide.com. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotel's family of 22 brands has over 7,400 locations and the perfect hotel for any traveler you want to be. Like a Cambria Hotel serving up locally inspired craft cocktails for all my folks who maybe want to meet up and talk about Mad Royals. Check into a Radisson Hotel with flexible workspaces for you strivers who listen during business travel. Or a Comfort Hotel with free hot breakfast, family-friendly pools, and big spacious rooms for the parents who listen with their kids and need a little retreat. What are you waiting for? Join Choice Privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you when you book direct at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Your dream setup, amazing prices, and free shipping await you for a limited time only at Alienware. Alienware.com slash deals. That's Alienware.com slash deals. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and happy Friday. I'm Holly Fry. And I'm Tracy V. Wilson. We talked about more eponymous foods this week. We sure did. I love these episodes. They're so fun to research because there's so much they said, they said that goes on. Uh, But mostly it's pretty good natured because it's all people who just love food. So I love it. Um, There was an interesting detail that was like a gossipy thing. George Rector, who included the recipe for fettuccine Alfredo in his cookbook, Mm -hmm. later reported this thing that is not true. Um, but caused some confusion, which is that, you know, we talked about those gold utensils that Douglas Fairbanks and Mary Pickford had made for Alfredo Delelio. And George Rector at one point reported that Delelio had donated those to Mussolini's war effort to be melted down for financing, apparently. But that's not the Those utensils still exist. There are photographs of them that are recent. This reminds me of multiple things I've seen on Twitter recently where somebody is really confidently like, this Golden Girls scene is even more amazing when you realize it was improvised. And then the people that wrote and blocked that scene are like, it wasn't actually. And it's like, did you just just make that? Why? why?" Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, listen, Betty White, genius. I hope everyone that could afford to do so donated in her name on her birthday. Um, We did, and I was delighted to discover one of the animal shelters we donated to had Betty White as a drop down for the reason you might be donating. And I was like, yes, this is so smart. Um, But fettuccine Alfredo is a thing I could eat by the gallon. Yeah, me too. Like a guppy. I will eat it until I feel sick and then be like, but a few more forkfuls will be fine. Yeah. It's so delicious. Uh, it has the same roots for me as my love of Caesar salad, which is being vegetarian in the early 90s. Oh, yeah. Um, and also in college. Uh, because we we could have a microwave. We could not have, like, things that had an exposed heating element. So things that could be made in the microwave were really important. And frozen fettuccine Alfredo uh, was often vegetarian, obviously not vegan, but was often vegetarian. And the thing that it came in also fit in the little tiny, tiny freezer compartment of a dorm fridge. Um, And that was really, really one of my staples for food that I could make and eat in my dorm. Perfection. Perfection. I've just always loved it. It's really good. Man. Um, (laughs) We discussed that you do not enjoy hollandaise sauce. No, and I think, like, something about the texture of it bothers me. I'm a lot better about this than I was when I was a child, but there are a few food textures that I just do do not enjoy. And then combining it with the poached egg (laughs) is, like... That's just a little too, way, like, way too far over the, like, sort of shiny, gloppy edge for me. And I'm like, I can't. Oh, oh, I bet you do not like Loco Moco either. I've never tried to eat it, so I could not tell you. I have, like, a rabid addiction to Loco Moco, which for anybody that doesn't know it, I have had it in many places, but it's usually attributed to uh, Hawaii as point of origin. But it um, is... Rice, either steamed or some places make it with fried rice. And then it has uh, usually a hamburger patty or a big chunk of Spam on it, depending on where you get it. And then uh, two poached eggs or sometimes like a fried egg that's still got some movement to it. Mm -hmm. And then brown gravy on top. So similarly, it might be too gloopy for you. (laughs) Yeah. And then like some kinds of gloopy are fine, but other kinds of gloopy, not so much. And then also when I was a small child, my brother got salmonella. uh, And that consequently made our whole household very cautious around uh, undercooked or uncooked egg. Uh, I know undercooked goes in quotation marks. There's, there's, you know, uh, Everybody have, has a different threshold, different yes. tolerances, uh, and that that probably wasn't how my brother got salmonella in the first place. But his experience with that illness was so bad; he did not have to be hospitalized, fortunately, but it lingered forever, and it was not fun. And so, all of the potential salmonella vectors <laughs> just became uh, just mm. a whole huge problem at our house. So, I am guessing you do not drink a lot of flip cocktails either. Not a lot, no. Since they have a whole raw egg in there. I, I occasionally uh, will will do something that has, like, egg white in it. Um, I love a cognac flip. I love yeah. it. Like, with a, it's a problem. <laughs> but my solve in all of this was that I bet if you made something more like an Alfredo sauce and put it on 
the eggs Benedict. We could call it eggs Wilson, and you might find it more palatable. Yeah. Because just work. imagine sopping up Alfredo sauce. It would have to be the stuff with cream in it, I think. Um, with your English muffin left o- Oh, come on. That would be delicious. Yeah. And you said you had not had Crab Louie before. I don't think I have. Oh, man. But that, I mean, all the all the component parts of it, I'm like, that all sounds good to me. Yes. I, um, I lived in the Pacific Northwest when I was a kid, so I had it then. Um, and then I love San Francisco and visit as often as I can. And anytime I see it on a restaurant menu, that's one of the things that I'll be like, yes, please. Uh, because I love it so much. Some places, um, have started adding, like, you'll get Crab Louie with a little shrimp added in as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, which presumably is like a cost-saving measure because sometimes crab is very expensive. Um, but man, it's always delicious. I love it. I love it. Uh, I don't know if I've exhausted our eponymous food options. Probably not. <laughs> one never knows. It's a good one to have as a go-to when we've been talking about people being murdered violently. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's the murder antidote. Yeah. <laughs> um, But I always want to talk about food anyway, so. Oh, this was a very hard one as they always are when you discuss delicious things, because mm -hmm. how badly did I want to go out and get all of the makings of fettuccine Alfredo and make it from scratch? Yeah. But... I mean, I want some now, and we don't have any in the house, and we don't... <laughs> uh, it really is a whole different story if you get freshly made fettuccine. Yeah. Well, and we have, we have all the things to make our own pasta here. You know, thanks wedding gift of a <laughs> KitchenAid right. mixer and various accessories. Do you have the um the cutter? Like the roll cutter? Uh we have a thing that attaches to the KitchenAid that that does it. Nice. Yeah. Um and they're a little fiddly to clean, but we have That's them. always the trick. Yeah. That's always the trick. I remember growing up, my mom had one of those roll cutters that you yeah. had to hand crank that yeah. you passed it through. And I loved doing that part of the work. It was always yeah. so fun. What my mom had it was it was a very similar design, but for a different purpose, which was a, a grater that operated very similarly to that, that had little cones that you put on and you hand cranked it. Oh. And uh I bet if I looked real hard, I could I could find one uh now. But it seems like anytime I try to do that same task now, it is on a box grater, which in my opinion takes longer. Yes. I have only recently discovered the garlic zoom. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? Mm -mm. It's like a little, I'm mad at everybody that knew what it was and never told me uh, because I'm not the world's fastest mincer of garlic. And I don't even know if that's a brand name or what, but like that's what it's called as a general utensil. It's like a little plastic, almost donut shaped wheel that has blades in it and you shove your cloves of garlic in and you close it and then it rolls along the countertop. Oh! Like a toy and then uh -huh. it's all minced beautifully and perfectly and if you go for a really long time, you get pretty close to garlic paste. Yeah. So it's we, a different world for me. <laughs> we have a garlic press that can press garlic that has the skin still on. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we also have a little like uh, silicone tube that you can put your garlic cloves in there and roll it to get the the skin off of them. Oh, I just smush it with a knife and it falls that's, right off. That's normally how I have done it. But <laughs> at some point, we got this thing. You got technologies. <laughs> um, 
the garlic press is uh, a really nice garlic press, though, and it um, you, it you can just stick the the clove in there without peeling it first, and it's fine. I do also laugh. This came up also on our our discussion of um, Caesar salad. All of this anti garlic hate that was going on in the mid twentieth century. Yeah, I love garlic. It's like the best thing on earth. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> Uh, but now I feel like I have many delicious things to consider and consider making. And I have to figure out a way to make a sauce Wilson that is palatable to you on your... I would love that. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds good. A <laughs> jar is going to show up on your doorstep and you're going to be like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully uh, it will be delicious. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. 
Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. We talked about Peter Roger this week. Yeah. With many surprises in that story. I love his little escaping Geneva. <laughs> sure. I mean, I... I of course I associate his name most with the the thesaurus, and we did not even get to that bit until the very very end of the episode. Yeah, I mean it's kind of fascinating. Every almost every biography or you know article about him that I read notes that like most of the time the breadth of of the things he worked on cannot possibly all get mentioned and often like you'll just get one that's about him as a doctor or just get one about the thesaurus, which again ignores the first 60 plus years of his life in many Mm -hmm. ways. It's fascinating. Um, There was an interesting note that I read in one particular biography, and it was a chapter of a larger book where they mentioned that um, like a hundred years after he did that spoke illusion, there was a, a publicist named Will Hayes who worked in Hollywood, and he suggested that in some ways Roger had had discovered the nature of how movies and film worked, like with that whole, this is how your eye is perceiving movement. This is essentially how film is is tricking your eye at the same time, um, which is an interesting idea, but uh, that has also led to um, cinema historians being like, please, please don't do that. <laughs> confusing all of this issue, uh, which is kind of interesting. Oh, the Bridgewater treatises. Yeah. <laughs> Now, in one thing I wanted to mention um, specifically about Roger, that work, which became so much the focus of his efforts for a while and so important to him at a time in his life where things were really difficult, um, some historians have suggested that that was very much, for him, a way to reconcile his scientific work with religion. Because he had always uh, been you know, theoretically religious, but not really that fervent about it. But mm-hmm. after Mary died, he became much more devoutly religious and he was constantly focused on what would happen when he met her in the afterlife. Sure. And so for a lot of people, when you look at this, you know, 600 pages he wrote, using science to prove all of the things he wanted to believe about about God and the afterlife and, and whatnot, um you can make a pretty clear assumption about, like, cause and effect going Mm -hmm, on there. mm -hmm. Which is kind of interesting. There is a really, really funny, to me, I'm sure it was not funny at the time, thing that happened with the first edition of Roger's Thesaurus in the United States. Which is uh, one of those things where you're like, qua? Um, It was edited by a man named Dr. Barnes Sears, and he was, I don't even want to say he was very conservative because it goes beyond that. You know how some people who believe that they are very pious and that everyone else is kind of like a snarly mess of sin, see sinful things where there are not sinful things? Oh, sure. He edited so many words out of the thesaurus because he thought they were dirty. Oh, no. That it became almost unusable in some ways. And I mean, like, two of the words that come up when people are talking about this edit are aria 
like the musical term uh-huh. and fugue. And he was just like, dirty words, they gotta get out. Wow. <laughs> like, what I I did not ever manage to find uh an available digital copy of that first American Roger's the Zaras, but I'm just picturing it as this really unusable, clunky thing, which made Roger very irritated, of course, because he had carefully written it so that there were literally people that wanted to read it cover to cover because they found it just so interesting. So I can imagine. Yeah. (laughs) The other thing that I didn't put in this show, but I thought was very funny, um, is about Sylvia Plath. Oh, because really? she loved Roger's Thesaurus and talked about it all the time. And she even called herself Roger's Strumpet. And when she met Ted Hughes, she was making jokes about how her heart already belonged to this other man being Peter Roger. This is amazing. Be- because she loved his work so much. So even though she too has a, a very sad end, I thought that was a very, very funny um, take on Peter Rocher yeah. and all that he had done. I mean, there are so many writers that have invoked his work as like being just a completely vital and incredibly important tool for their own work. So yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like I remember as a child flipping through Rocher's the Saurus of the Library, uh, but the the Rocher's the Saurus that is on my bookshelf is one in dictionary form. Yeah. <laughs> which is, like, more practically useful if you're writing, while the other is more, like, broadly useful as a resource to to look at the whole pattern rather than, I just need a different word for this word. Right. <laughs> I need to not say, you know, happy 12 times in this sentence. You can, but it might be edited out in the American. Maybe so. <laughs> Aria, filthy word. That made me laugh so hard. I, again, I'm sure it was not funny at all for any of the people involved going, what mm-hmm. have you done? Um, but it sure makes me laugh. Uh, yeah, like I said, I love that story of him getting back to England with his two underage students. That's a pretty um, ingenious approach to be mm-hmm. like, I know. My dad was <laughs> my dad was from here. I can get citizenship um, yeah, apparently that bribe happened because he found that government official he needed to certify his blood relation to his father, like, playing cards somewhere. It was like, dude, I'm just trying to get to these two kids and get home. Can I I will give you money. Please just do this. <laughs> anyway, uh, that is Peter Roger. kind of love him. Uh, and this was one of those episodes that he bumped up against so many other interesting people that I ended up with a list of like six more people I want to talk about and their various contributions. But let me tell you, Bridgewater is happening and he is funny. All I'm saying is he dressed as dogs. Um, <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> uh, if this is your weekend coming up, in terms of actually having time off. I hope it is so restorative and restful and that if you read anything, you enjoy it and it is not edited in a way that makes it clunky. And uh, I hope if you don't have time off and you work on an alternate schedule where you uh, actually have to do things or even just have responsibilities this weekend outside of your work, I hope all of it goes smooth as silk and it is as easy as possible and that you still find a few minutes for yourself now and again. We will be right back here tomorrow with a classic and then on Monday with a brand new episode. 
Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.